I keep forgetting my Saturn's a 4K. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> this thing prints off amazing models. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I mean the like. You just printed off a whole bunch of yeah. minis for me <laughs> in resin, and they just look stunning. Yeah. So, hum, what is it? Humblewood? So, Humblewood uh, is, is... Is it 5e? Yeah, it's 5e okay. compatible. It's its own, own uh, uh, campaign Universe. setting yeah. of, of, you know, woodland, woodland creatures. Very red so wall. It, re- it kind of reminds me, when I was looking in the store, mm-hmm. it's some of the animal type figures for Wizards of the Coast. Oh yeah. The quality's just as good, if not better. I was like, wow, these things are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it, and it is that thing, um like they do sell those yeah. models uh in stores. Uh but I think Rick actually has some. Oh does he? Yeah, I think yeah. he has some over there on the shelf. Um but uh the uh by backing uh some of the, the Kickstarter projects yeah. that they have, they included the STL files. Um, and so it's okay. just like, oh, well, I have access to <laughs> Rick Print. <laughs> all, and, and that's just like the handpicked ones that I'm like, yeah. I'm going to be using these in my campaign sure. soon. I want them. Uh, but I mean. So in other words, I'm going to have some more to print. There's <laughs> there's like eight different birds and there's eight different uh, humble folk, yeah. the, the ones on the ground. And then, and then there's uh, expansions where there's like another set of like, Two dozen minis or something. I immediately when I when I saw the print of the rooster, I was like, "Ah, Robin Hood!" <laughs> it's like that's awesome. <laughs> With that, yes. Welcome to Deads on the Podcast. I'm Brian and I'm Rick. Welcome to the Dead Zone Podcast. Dead Zone is the sci-fi tabletop. talking about sci-fi stuff <laughs> going forward we promise we promise we just did we, we've had a lot of printing projects oh uh, man has the there been month. a lot of printing projects yeah so uh and, which kind of leads into that whole news thing it, right it leads really <laughs> succinctly into the news thing so why don't we start with that yes and we'll, we'll kind of work our way back uh into the 3d realm so obviously big, everybody knows everyone knows at this point but uh, what is Mantic Vault? So Mantic Vault, uh, this was because I have no idea what it is. A new project that they <laughs> they teased for for a little bit uh, that we we we'd had inklings of uh, throughout, kind of like throughout last year into this year. Yeah, it's, it it been a slow drip. Uh, it was something I think they were really taking their time. They were thinking through it. Because I remember us having a conversation with Ronnie, with Ronnie. a little over a year ago, yep, yep. and he wouldn't say anything, but yeah. he wouldn't say no. Right. It's like, hmm. Right. Look what's out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're tiptoeing around. So Mantic Vault is Mantic's uh, proprietary 3D file. STL file. STL. Uh, almost like a Patreon, yes. essentially. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a Patreon. It's, it's just not on Patreon. It has its own kind of monthly subscription. Yep. It's separate from the companion subscription. But you get a discount. But you get a discount <laughs> if you have the companion. Uh, and I think it was pretty significant. Yeah, it's like start. $3. Yeah. Like, like, that's what I'm paying for it. Yeah. For in the welcome, well, we'll do the welcome pack next. Yes. For the first month, it's almost all of the uh All uh, of the Basilians and... I, I swear, Bas- I need Basilians? to hear someone say it from Mantic Bas- because I've Lans. never, I've never heard anybody <laughs> officially from Mantic say whether it's Basilians or Basilians or Basils, Basils, Basilians, <laughs> Basilians. But yes, um, uh, all pretty much the entire fleet except for the XL ships. Yep, the the really big ships aren't aren't included, but you have all of them for the orcs and the Basils and <laughs> halflings are in there. 
And halflings. There are right. halfling ships in there, there which I didn't ships. even realize that was a thing. I actually didn't really notice that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's halfling ships. <laughs> which is really cool. Like, I mean, that's a fairly, like in the grand scheme, it's a fairly new game. It's yes. It's like two years old. And then throw um, in, so was the scenery part of, that's part of the. Uh, the scenery is part of that pack. Is it part of the pack or yes. the welcome pack? I'm pretty sure it was part of the Armada stuff. Okay. Um, but, but that's crazy too. But that said, in the welcome pack, yes, you had a whole bunch of of half like it, it's um, halfling bits and bobs. Yep, upgrade pieces. Uh, up, upgrade pieces that they normally would print in resin. The giant upgrade piece. The giant upgrade piece to make a storm giant. Yeah, which is which, <laughs> nasty looking. Which is <laughs> funny because I have a giant sitting on my shelf that I haven't done anything with. Yeah. And then as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I'm gonna build my giant now. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, and, and uh, you know, it's a, it's been a lot of fantasy stuff. Not gonna lie, a ton. Um, and 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 they are they are kind of in their their fantasy swing right well, now. Well, and it makes, but it, honestly, it makes sense. It does make because sense because Kings of War has a lot of units that this is perfect for. Right. Because there's all when you buy a mega army, when you buy even just a small starter or an ambush box, mm. th- all of those models have an upgrade ability. Yeah. For the Kings of War lists. And a lot of those are in resin, and you need a lot and of now them. now you can print them. <laughs> so it, it absolutely makes sense. Yeah. And, and again, with Armada being as hot as it is uh, right now, I think it's a big... Oh, yeah, it's perfect. That, and they, they uh, for those that are in kind of the sci-fi realm, they also did a, a digital game version of Armada. Yes. Uh, which you can go and play. On Warhol. Warhol. Right? Yep. Um, and so, I jumped on and I checked it out. Yeah, uh, I haven't actually played a game on it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks neat, um, but you know, it, it's it's hopefully kind of you know it's it's that sign of things to come. Yeah. Um, but for the the other things in the welcome pack, we weren't you know, we were completely <laughs> completely starved on the sci-fi. Side. We were, and I was super stoked. Like yes, when I opened up the vault uh-huh. and I'm looking at the month, I'm like, cool. And then I saw the welcome pack, and I'm like, oh my, nine oh one. Subject 901. Subject 901. A medic. It's normally a metal yeah. mini. Yeah, and it's about the same size. Yeah. Because I have you the have, actual 901. Right. Now I have like four 901s. It's going to have an army of them. Yeah. Um, but then you get a GCPS medic. A GCPS medic. And the medic is really cool. Yeah, the medic. So the medic model, uh, I don't think has been, uh, you don't have the, the parts for it. In, in the kits um, currently in the sprues and whatnot, but what it what it has what it comes with is basically a GCPS Marine, but he has the little like injector uh, gun thing the thing that well, Kira that, had. That, yeah that Kira uh, from Star Saga Nikolaski had um, you know which which was kind yeah, of you a big medic <laughs> I probably didn't even <laughs> say it right um, but then it also Basil. the guy also comes with. Uh, the little medical box that the Judwan medic has. Yes. So, like the actual medics, the, the couple <laughs> that exist, uh, all together are merged together. So, I I just really appreciated that that consistency yeah. throughout because it, it just it just makes it look very at home. Yes. Uh, with like with the rest that's come out yeah. already. Um, but then you get which it, you and your GCPS are awesome. Yeah. But then you get goblin snipers. <laughs> The new Goblin Sniper. <laughs> I've printed so many of those. <laughs> Just because it's a gorgeous model. It is. It, and it's better than the existing Goblin Sniper. Yes. Uh, it looks very, very cool. It, it also looks very snipery. It does look like, very snipery. It's such a sweet looking model. It, and like the detail is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 901, for the Medic, for the Goblin Sniper. I mean, these are gorgeous models. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super stoked for months to come. And, and yes. it might only be one or two STLs right now for sci-fi. Yeah. But it opens such a big door because you have firefight mm-hmm. and you have vehicles. Yes. So there's this whole potential for new <laughs> weapons. The GCPS Lancer tank. <laughs> yes, the Lancer tank make it might on the field. Been, uh, But add-ons to the mule. Oh, yeah, Add-ons absolutely. to... Um, all of them. All, all of them. Because like the, the extra armor stuff that's being worked on. Yeah. Because that, that's that's one of the, like in the beta, 
Um, that's one of the things that was being added to the, a lot of the Forge Father vehicles is, is the option to have a lighter version of them and a heavier armor yes. version, uh, and that impacts things like speed and their armor rating. So you you really start getting to customize those vehicles yeah. to fit a role within uh, within your army. And then you look at, and obviously, like Mantic hasn't said anything about it, but you look at the go- Goblin Stump Bot. Mm-hmm. It's pack is resin. Yeah. Its new weapons are all resin. So that's an STL that's a very potential to be printed off. You know what would be another really great one? The burst laser for striders. That big old metal that beast? big old metal thing <laughs> that just makes the <laughs> model tip over. Makes the model tip over and break your toe. Yes. Uh, I have one. <laughs> yes. Because it's huge. Yeah. And and even, um, you know, even, even to a certain extent, the Ajax strider. Yes. Kits, because those um, were all metal. And yep, that, that was it's all just, metal. Like, it looks awesome. It does. But it is... It's a un- scary beast. It's a scary, unwieldy <laughs> thing because because it is so heavy. Like, it, you have to really have it secured in in that model. Like, if you drop the burst laser, it's going to break your toe. Yeah. If you drop the Ajax strike, <laughs> it's going to pierce your toe. <laughs> going to need stitches for that. Yeah. But uh, so it, you know, the vault is is a very exciting evolution. Yes, for, it super is for Mantic's uh, lineup in general. Yep. Um, and uh, you know, it, it's something we've we've really talked about, it and we're looking forward to. Uh, and Mantic, it's great to see that they're they're willing to take that step uh, and, because it is it's a it's a change. So, and you look at it, you look from a gaming company mm. yeah. point of view, like. So Privateer Press took Mark IV and went all resin. Right. Not STLs. They went to an all resin cast for printing Mark IV for everybody. Right. Uh, Mantic has jumped on and said, no, we're going to give you STLs. And they're really the first game company to say, yeah, let's do STLs. Yeah. Uh, So it kind of opens the door for the gaming hobby environment across the board mm-hmm. and Mantic's at the forefront. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is a really exciting position for them to be. Yes, it really is. And uh and then they I will say too, like they've I feel like they've done a really nice job of uh kind of educating people on the process of like, yeah. part of it is like, you know, why are we making this pivot? Uh and also like why are why is you know these upgrade kits, why are they so expensive? Yeah. And it really kind of goes to show that, you know, they are ultimately, they want people to play these games with the models that they've designed. Yes. Um, and so if they can get them to you. Anyway. In, anyway. <laughs> any way that's possible. Like, they'll they'll still do those upgrade kits. But, yeah. But they are that, that premium price. You just, it's the it's the nature of the beast because it, it just yeah. costs so much um, well, and it's, to do. And if you look, if you look at the games across the board right now, from fantasy to sci-fi, Mantic has a great line, mm-hmm. um, and they're improving every day. I swear, <laughs> every release is a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, you have all these armies in Kings of War that you have to pay and pay and pay just so you can have that one regiment. Mm-hmm. Now with the vault, all you do is buy the regiment once. Right. And you can get the those kit. upgrade pieces, specifically like for the halflings right now. Yeah. Yeah. You can build that upgraded unit that you want now mm-hmm. for a very small amount of money. Yeah. I think it's awesome. No. Um, and, and and I, it, it's, some people might think that kind of counterintuitive, like, well, now we'll just, people will just get those STLs and, and they'll never buy the, the models again. But like, oh, you, no. like you were just yeah. saying, like, it becomes much more reasonable and affordable to go, okay, I'm going to get the core set that I need, yep. the sprues, which are very affordable for Mantic oh, yeah. to produce and sell. Uh, and then you you kind of either either you print it yourself or you have that that trusty friend. <laughs> <laughs> that buddy. That, that buddy that's got the resin printer. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you go to town. And um, so it, it's... Uh, I, I think it's going to be a big boom for for Mantic going forward, and I, I, I think it really is too. I'm really excited to see what other kind of unique goodies we it, get out of it. And it, it's funny because Clive Stone just posted, "What do you think is going to be in June's?" What What did you think I posted? Rebs. 
<laughs> Go Revs. <laughs> which, which is funny that actually you say that, and we talk about it, like that's actually potentially a real thing. No, yeah, absolutely. Because you have, and and obviously we don't know the back end of it, right? But all a Star Saga, I believe they have. They've got to have the 3D sculpts of those. Yeah, I'm pretty. They, they because at to. Star Saga they started doing the digital. Yeah, they started doing all that stuff. So mm-hmm. all of those revs can now port over mm-hmm. and be printed in that via STLs and. Yeah. You rebs people will have your rebs. Can you imagine? So oh, that, or Kalishi. The Kalishi. <laughs> well, like think think about like the the reb line you just mentioned yes. in in Star Saga. Like you have the Sphere Hunters. Yep. You have the um, the the Rin. Uh, it's just Rin, so, I think. Yeah, it's, it's cause just it's Rin. Rin Nomad. Yeah, um, but like, uh, didn't you have the? Aren't the Soraks in there? Yep, they have the Sorax sword yeah. spawns. Yeah. Um, and then you have uh, the, the Alpha Simeons. <laughs> yep. But those were all like like plastic molds. Yes. Can you imagine how cool those things will look in resin? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> there, there is the, a little bit of loss of fidelity in the design. Yeah. You can you can see it in, in that casting. Um, Don't necessarily quote me on this, but if they start releasing revs as STLs, I might end up doing revs. <laughs> <laughs> After I finish my Asterians. Yeah. Or Matsudon. So, so, whatever they are. So we're we're really <laughs> we're hyping this up because like it, it it's, there's so much to it. There's so much to it. There's so much that can be done and hopefully, you know, this is it's that sad thing we have to wait a month <laughs> <laughs> yes. every time for the new stuff to come out. But, but they also made it known that They've already got a few months set. Yeah, they've got they've got the roadmap. So they're together. not like firing from the hip going, what do we do? What do we do? Right. No, they've got a game plan set out for this, and, which is awesome. And and it, it makes total sense. Like it, it, it can be something you when you've got the supply <laughs> of of those STLs, it's yes. you just kind of roll it out as, you know, all right, we're gonna do three models from this faction this and month. And a model from this one. Yeah, and, one. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's what we got. Oh my god! Did we get three sci-fi models? Nameless. Nameless will be crazy. Nameless, we're all in Star Saga. Nameless, we're all in Star Saga. The, the and then Veerman. the resin, on the Veerman, the uh, shockers. Yeah, the oh. um, bolt chasers. Bolt chasers. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! There's so <laughs> there's so much that could possibly be. Like it's funny because I I commented on that post and a couple of things I was like, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And now that we're sitting here talking about it, I'm like. No, oh, they did this. Oh, they did this. <laughs> the the possibilities are Endless. are pretty exciting. Yes. Um, and and like you're saying, all the mercenaries themselves, yeah, uh, would be really sweet to have. Oh yeah. Uh, and and two. So one of the other ones that's it's been talked about a lot uh, that's that's come up following this, Dreadball. Yes. Uh, we we love this game, and even though Brian always beats me, I mean. Because I suck at Dreadball. It's a good reason to love the game. Uh, <laughs> the only time I've ever won the game was when we were playing uh, Ultimate. Maybe, yeah. I think that's the only time I've ever won Dreadball. <laughs> it's it's always fun when I play Ultimate because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't make a big show of like my actions and stuff, and people kind of forget that I forget I'm you're there, and, even though you keep scoring almost then, every turn, right? And then I'm just like, I got guys, I won. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I have to be sneaky about it. We played the game in an hour with six people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, Brian won, guys. seen me you love me you know you want me here you're listening to dead zone the podcast with rick and brian don't turn that dial or i'm coming for you anyway we tangent uh <laughs> dreadball yeah there's there is a a really big opportunity or at least a opportunity an opportunity there's an opportunity to breathe a little extra life into it yes um because it, it it has been that thing we haven't had any new content since uh magnetar yep uh, which is 2020, 
one. Is that when that came out? I think it was 2020. Was it 2020? It was a while ago. We'll look it up in post. Sure. I, I, I and won't. We'll It'll still be... leave this in here. Yeah, I'm leaving it <laughs> in here. But it's been a bit. And, I gotta look. <laughs> and it's not necessarily that Dreadball is a dead game. There's still right. people, like, in fact, we were just talking about it. Like, the Facebook groups have had, like, this resurgence in playing. Mm-hmm. And people are going back to Dreadball. Which I think is that opportunity for Mantic to say, hey, let's give them something. Absolutely. Um, and whether that's resculpts of old teams. Oh, you're right. 2021. Which you, com- <laughs> which you can completely do. Or some of the newer stuff. Because um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if with second edition Dreadball that those were 3D digital. The, and the, I don't the, know. but Yeah. I, from from what I've heard, because I've, I've got, you know, we, we know yeah. a couple of people that are, are closer to um the, the, the in the inside <laughs> of, of Dreadball, um, you know, from what I've heard, the the second edition models, so the Neobots, um, Matsudan, the Matsudan, the Yindage, and uh, the Cyborgs. Yep. Um, like all of those, uh, I believe, was the transition to 3D. Design. God, cyborgs. The cyborgs from for Amazon firefight. <laughs> oh. So. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, and yeah, it's uh, it was at least the news post in 2021, yeah. January of 2021. Yep. So that's that's why it's like it's right on it's the it's right on the point, yeah. Um, and uh, but love Magnetar Circuit. Um, yeah. And uh, so so that lends itself well to, uh, you know, it, it, there's that possibility that for and. and can't can't speak to the cost of 3D modeling. Correct. Uh, digital or otherwise. There is a cost. Uh, there is a cost to it. Uh, but you know, if if there is that concern about uh, if if you're just trying to support the game, it there is that possibility that hey, you just put out new sculpts, just 3D yeah. 3D sculpts of uh, these models, and you release them either either in packs themselves or captains. The like team captains would be it's big. It's a simple start. Because mm-hmm. if they did an STL release of captains, just to to test the waters. Yeah. How many people are actually going after these? I mean, that's that's a really good way for Magic to revitalize a game that they haven't done anything with. Yeah. That I, Wow. That just brought up um, Vanguard. Yeah. This is another great <laughs> opportunity. Wow. So it, it's funny how we think of these things while we're on the podcast. <laughs> That's why I have a very light script, people. <laughs> I, I have bullet points at best. Uh, yeah, it's kind of what we do. Of things that we just need to make sure we cover. <laughs> how we get there is always an adventure. Yes. That you guys are here for, joining <laughs> us. Um, but no, yeah, it's like there's so many more opportunities now. Uh, yeah. to to help support that game. And then like you were saying, we saw a resurgence even before the vault was opened up, yeah. Was opened up of of people I'm I'm running a dreadball tournament. Running I'm, dreadball tournaments, um pulling out models and hey, I just finished my up. Neobots. It's and like, they, they look sweet. There's there's some really fun uh, people painting up their yes. their teams uh some for the first time. So it's yeah. It's really cool, and and heck, I even was trying to get my <laughs> wife to, to play dreadball with me. Uh, How'd that go? We we started a little too late in the day. Yep. And uh, we there there's a kind of an IOU. We are going to rain check. The game was called because of rain, and uh, we're going to pick it up again and and see see if she likes it. We're yeah. so there was a it was a bit of rules overview. Uh, and there, e- dreadball is not. A, a beginner's game. It it has uh, some initial kind of hurdles to get through as far as hurdles, it has a little bit of a learning, learning curve, curve. Yeah, uh, for some of its core mechanics, but once you get the hang of them, it's easy. It's it's second nature. Yeah, uh, and it, it really to just lose. comes down to like, okay, who gets the extra dice doing what? Yep. Uh, and then what actions do I have available to me? Yep. And it's just kind of when you understand those actions and how they counteract with one another. I mean, it's it's just it's just gravy. It's dice. Yeah, it's almost like riding a bike. 
Yeah. Almost. Because I'm sure I'll fall down. (laughs) (laughs) At least once or twice. So will your players. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they do that a lot. When they fail that uh, (laughs) slam check. Or the dash check. Or the pick up the buy. Or just get hit by a marauder. Yeah. Or the dread ball. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because you don't leave your guy in the line. I I, I will lie. That's happened to me a bunch. So it's fun. Yeah. Um, But anyway, we would love to see... A little extra uh, love sent Dreadball's way. Oh, yeah. Um, at, there's definitely still an audience for it. Uh, yes. So if, if there's, you know, things things that can be done to keep that game going uh, until maybe a third edition. It's, it's that thing where the core rules of it are so solid You uh, don't at this really point. need a third edition. You don't quite need that third edition. Uh, so, so it is, uh, that kind of thing where it's like, you know, where can, where can you go from here? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you got so many teams already. Um, yeah. But, but again, that's something that, that can be revisited. It absolutely can. Yeah. Uh, and if you look at it, like, I mean, so dead zone second edition, mm-hmm. we didn't think we needed a third edition. True. We didn't think like, true. why are we doing a third edition? Second edition is great. Sure. Everything's in multiple different books. But yeah, we get over that. <laughs> and then third edition. We, we've comes learned. In. Yeah, and then third edition came out, and it's like, holy cow! Mm-hmm. It's it's it, nice to have everything. It's in one nice book. to have everything in the same place. It's nice for the newer rules um, that made sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the line, line of sight rules, the extra die roll that you get from the command dice is yeah. huge. Yeah. Because um, I'm going to take complete advantage of that with my Macedon because <laughs> my splat is useless. <laughs> But Kings of War was the same thing, mm-hmm. where 2.5, 3.5, wherever, whatever version they're in, like right now it's the Red Book mm-hmm. that has everything in it. We didn't know we needed that. Right. Now that we have it, it's like, oh, that's yeah, pretty and, sweet. And, of course, with the Companion, you have all of it. Right, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's been some really great things, uh, some great mo- movement at, uh, at yes. Mantic. Uh, I think this is going to be. I really hope it's going to be a, a, a big success for them because I, I, it, it only leads to bigger and better things yes. uh, for the players and for the company. Yes, and it, it's actually really cool with the vault. Like they're being very active in the community. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is, it's just showing that like they want this to succeed and they want our input. It, it is kind of that funny thing where everyone else like. Like everyone's got the the videos and and the podcast and everything. Like like Counter Charge went and recorded like right yep. away after it was announced. And I'm like, guys, our episode cycle comes out on the 28th. <laughs> it's not a thing. But at least <laughs> at least it was announced before we recorded. I know, right? It's not being announced this week. Yes. You guys don't understand how many times that's happened to us. Every <laughs> single time. Where it only works out that we record. This day, and then the announcement happens at the end of the week. <laughs> I I felt glad that at least we got some pictures out first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. The yeah, you you went. <laughs> you started printing it like as soon like the clock was still counting down. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so obviously, as Pathfinders, they wanted us to look at the website to make sure it was good. Yeah. Um, give it a, a quick once over, make sure if there's any quick once over to make sure everything downloads and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, so I had had injections, spinal injections that day, so I couldn't go to work. So I'm sitting at home, semi high, <laughs> flipping through Facebook, and I saw it, and I'm like, he was saying Wait, we hi can... because he has a second floor to his house. <laughs> oh yeah, completely. Yes, that's <laughs> that's where you would go when you have a spinal <laughs> spinal <laughs> injection. <laughs> yeah, and I saw it post, and I'm like, wait a second, and I. I text uh, Clive and I was like, can we start? Can we post <laughs> pictures as soon as the video goes live? And he's like, oh yeah, go for it. And I'm like, sweet, I need to be back there. <laughs> so I ran back to the printer and it, like, <laughs> went to town downloading. And I'm like, okay, we've got to have 901. We've got to have yeah. the goblins. Yeah, um, you filled that build plate. <laughs> actually, I could have put so much more on it. I really could have. Uh, in It's funny because like, Okay, right now, they're not pre-supported. Correct, yeah. But it did not take very long. Mm-hmm. for Because I use... What is that I use? You use Cura for the slicing. Yeah. And I, it pre-supports. 
Yeah, you have. The you just click to turn the pre-support and you flip them over, and you're like, okay, a, a couple more here and a couple more there, and you're done. Mm-hmm. For the most part, sometimes yeah. with models you have to go in and yeah. get pretty detailed, but it doesn't take that long to do it. And I think part of that, the only reason I put what I put on the build plate was because I didn't know mm-hmm. um, how quickly it would turn around and if I was going to have any fails or not. So I just did that small amount, which realistically, if I moved everything around from that picture, I probably could have put twice as much on there. <laughs> you get kind of crazy when you're looking at your printer. It's like, yeah, hmm, you're uh, no. Humblewood stuff Humblewood? we're talking about? That was one build plate. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was all of them. Guys, there... I, I asked him to print like a lot. Like there was at least fifteen models. Yeah, I think. fifteen, twenty, something like that. I don't know. Awesome. <laughs> but the nine hundred one and the mm. medic were on that build plate. Oh, on that too. Yeah. Yeah, I just filled it up. Yeah. I, and I've I've seen people with resin printers actually do double layers. Oh. I have not bothered experimenting with that because I, I think that's nuts i can see i can they see put how the, it could be done but yeah, yeah i mean it's all about putting the supports on the bottom and then putting supports on top right right i'm not yeah i'm not that guy that's ambitious i'm a plug-and-play guy <laughs> yeah yeah no, I, I hear you but uh well but yeah it was super exciting getting those pictures so i'm like because this is amazing <laughs> yeah. and and uh, it's kind of also worth noting, uh, this is actually how Mantic is, is putting out the official terrain for Armada. Armada, yeah. Because um, before we didn't have official... Uh, official Like islands physical. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So you've got a beach. Yep, a, a sandbar. A mountain range. Yep. And then two other mountains. Yeah. Kind of things. Um, I've print two sets so far. Because, <laughs> I mean... I, I, there. <laughs> I did I did two sandbars, but it I, I How did it look on the I neglected to put a brim on them, so I did have a little bit of curling. Okay. because um, I I was experimenting with some other printing and because sure. uh, that's what we do. That I could get away with without <laughs> having the, the skirt and stuff on it. Yeah. Uh so so it had a little bit of curling, but like otherwise they look great. Uh, I should have brought them today, but <laughs> <laughs> I had some I brought a lot of 3D printed stuff. Yeah, there was a lot going on today. We, we've exchanged a lot of 3D <laughs> stuff today. Uh, so I think I think that might actually be a good segue to bring us into uh, the hobby tape. This Dead Zone, the podcast hobby table, is sponsored by Corvus Games Terrain. 3D printer files for all your Mantic games. The hobby table. What do we got going on in the hobby table? Because <laughs> that's what we've been talking yeah, about this yeah. whole time. So, But really, uh, so our hobby section is brought to you, us or brought to you by Corvus Games Terrain. Yep. Um, and Brian has a whole bunch of it on the table. So one thing with, with, with my house... <laughs> Is that as as with I think a lot of people is that my my kind of hobby painting area is in our basement, and then um, my wife likes to spend time up at, upstairs, and uh, in in the you know the the spirit of trying to be a good spouse and spend time <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, time together, uh, I I just kind of kept running into that thing where it's like I want to work on. Uh, you know, painting things, or in some cases I had to work on painting things. Uh, but I, by, you know, didn't really like the idea of like burning like a whole mess of stuff up and down a staircase that I'm just kind of holding jars of paint <laughs> and bottles and yep. stuff and brushes. And so Corvus Games Terrain, uh, one of their, one of his previous Kickstarters was this thing called Paint Pal. Now his current Kickstarter, which we've, we've mentioned, talked about on the show, yeah. is kind of the next evolution, which is a, a big hobby paint rack uh, set. That it, and it's even more than just that. Um, but the original Paint Pal, like the whole idea was that this is a, a portable. portable transport kit for your painting mini needs. Yes. Your mini painting needs. <laughs> and uh, and you, you, can, you can go onto his online store and, and purchase it. Yep. I kind of go through... Uh, a separate page. Uh, it's not in his 
official store. No, it's bundles. Yeah, it's in his yeah. kind of bundles Kickstarter section. But you purchase it, you get the entire And there's so Kickstarter many options. Section. We kid you not, there there's over a hundred options for combinations of things. So so to to put it in perspective, paint a picture a little bit, uh, you basically you have different uh, trays that you then print for your container. Yeah. Uh, you have a lid, goes off nice and top, and then you can do a little mini carrying case for like minis. Yep. Uh, you can get one that has like a spot for brushes. You can have paint a pots, wet a wet palette, a dry palette. <laughs> I, uh, so many options. And and you know there's there's a lot of options for uh, different sized paint. Uh, yes. Tools. So like they're you. So what we have right in front of us. Yeah. I, Brian took some pictures. So what all is in yours? So what's in mine is obviously the lid, uh, and then I went with a uh, a a they had a vertical separated mm-hmm. uh, kind of storage tray. Yep. Uh, and basically you can print inserts then to divide so you can have a bunch of dividers uh, within that tray. Yeah. Uh, and then I did I did a wet palette because. Uh, you don't have I don't, one. I don't have a good one. <laughs> uh, but and I will say the the wet palette's really nice. Basically, it has a space you put in your your sponge or your in my case wet paper towel. Yep. You have uh, you put in your parchment paper or wax paper, and then you have a little printed insert that sits on top of that to keep it, keep in, it place. in place. And uh, and it fits nice <clears> and snug. Uh, I can put a tray on top and close it. Yep. And uh, as as long as I'm don't, uh, you know, uh, as long as I got that nice and level um, in the paint tray, like it doesn't come off on the top of yeah. it. Uh, and then I do have a, uh, there, there's there's one that's kind of a, for shades, uh, little yeah. little pools uh, set up there. And then I have just a very, a very deep uh, multi-paint uh, tray that has both bottles and pots. Uh, yes, for, because for like you have a lot paints. of the contrast paints and then yeah. the army painter paints in yeah. yours. And, um, and then you have a really cool lid on yours. I did. Uh, he had a, a special lid uh, that he had designed for, for one of the uh, just kind of extra things. Yeah. Uh, kind of designed to be a dry brush testing spa- <laughs> space. Yep. So it has a whole bunch of different designs and shapes and stuff. And so you can you can get that, that first dry brush layer off. Yeah. Uh, before you start applying it to a model, which, which is I really cool. which uh, which is really cool, uh, and I actually I started, um, you know I, I I printed all that up. It takes it takes a little bit because uh, some of these are, yes. are pretty beefy. It's it's bigger than I thought it would be, but that's okay. Like yeah. not in a bad way. It's it's about the size of a tablet in like. Uh, it's a pretty much a seven inch tablet. Yeah, and it's about a seven inch tablet, and then obviously the height is based on. How big? How many? How many trays you put like, into yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, so, so this one, you know, mine probably sits what like thirteen. Not a little, no. a little under a foot. A little under a foot. Maybe ten inches. And mine is mine is slightly smaller than yours. Yeah. Because so I have the basic top. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Which I have, also looks nice. <laughs> yes. And then I have a small storage unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a bigger bottom piece than yours because you printed mine for Monument Hobby Paint. Yes. And there's an insert that goes in there that yeah. fits nice and snugly for mm-hmm. all my monument hobby paints that I'm going to take. Um, I think they're gorgeous. They, it really is. And I really wish I would have had this this weekend. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we went up to the in-laws for <laughs> right, right, uh, exactly. Mother's Day, and I'm like, that thing would have been perfect today. Exactly. And and I mean, I like for my part, like I, I used mine. Uh, I, I, I decided I was going to start doing my Rebs repaint yeah. project. Uh, and I'm starting with a the Rebs Engineer, which I have as the Dreadball <laughs> Mini. Yep. Of of um, oh gosh, what the heck is, is her name in Dreadball? I don't. Remember. Uh, she she's the Mechanite. She's Ripley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's Ripley. Yeah, it, it's it's the the one that's in the power armor, and yeah. the name escapes me, but I I do know it. Uh, she's a part of the Mechanite robot. Uh, she's uh, their captain, right? Captain, yeah, and um. And it's it's perfect for the engineer, yes, uh, character because it, it's a it's a person She's in a engineer. big big old mech suit, um, and so uh, but yeah, I, I brought the kid up. I said, you know, my wife's watching Critical Role. I'm sitting there on the on the couch, and I just start painting. And I like the only 
kind of extra accessories I had was a cup for water. Yeah. Um, and then a couple little layers of paper towel. Uh, yep. But I could actually paint on top of one of these trays. So I didn't have to have like cardboard on, yeah. on top of that as well. Which is sweet. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I kind of like how the mini's been turning out. It's, the other cool thing about the PayPal is mm-hmm. with his new Kickstarter that just finished. So we're yep. still waiting <laughs> eagerly to get those. Yes. Um, this fits in the storage spots. Yeah, depending on uh, the size, obviously, that you're, yes. you're working with, uh, you can get the, the trays that are elevated uh, and you can you can slide in your paint pal so that it, it sits nice and snugly underneath your, your trays uh, or your, your racks, I should say. And, um, and it, it just kind of really goes further to show. I don't. Further to show Rick, what? <laughs> further to show how, like, uh, cool the, this uh, this It's how well is. can we talk while we take a picture. Yes, Rick, Rick decided right now is the time to take a picture. <laughs> like right now, right now. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that, that it's, it's, a, it's a great uh, set that, that's not standalone. Like, it, it all kind of works towards this goal of, of having a really um, excellent hobby, uh, uh, you know, area. That, yeah. you, that you can either you can take with you so or nice you can set up. It's nice and clean. It's nice and clean. It's so adaptable. Um, I, I mean, even this has has an option to print off like a phone tray so that you can have your phone propped up playing something while you're hobbying. Yes. And and you can fit it in the box <laughs> like and it travels perfect. with you. <laughs> it, completely perfect fit for my backpack. Yeah. Uh, and and our, in our case, too, uh, I went with the design that had... Uh, these kind of little side parts to for magnets for magnets. Yes, uh, but actually, I mean, really, you don't like the it, magnets is a nice touch. The magnets is, is, but it's a nice tight fit. Yeah, it's it's a, t- a nice tight fit by itself. I'm probably gonna do uh, like there's there's spots for six magnets on each each piece. Yeah, uh, I might do three. <laughs> uh, uh, just like you know, it, just do like a little triangle. Yeah. I feel like that. All, be all that I need just on a couple of those ones that might be a little heavier and sure. could fall out. And, and like the magnets would really be good with your wet palette in there. Yes. To keep it as... Yeah, as, where I don't have the wet palette, I don't think I'll probably use them at all. Yeah. At least this time. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, so so really excellent kits. Uh, if, you, if you've ever kind of had that, it, it look kind of similar to my situation where, you know, you... You're trying to balance that time with family and, yep. and balance that time with your hobby. Uh, this is a pretty cool solution. It's perfect for travel. And it's, I, I yeah. mean, think about it. So, like, obviously, at Adepticon, we don't play. We yeah. run tournaments. Mm-hmm. But if you were a player at Adepticon and you didn't know if something was going to happen in travel. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I know, like, one year, Tyler Schultz, he painted an entire unit, I think. Yeah. At Adepticon. Didn't Nick do that Nick, too? <laughs> Nick does that every year. Like he he literally won't decide until that night what he's painting and he paints an entire army. So so you can have it for those paint emergencies. Yes. Or even better, you can have it for the, the post-celebration. I just bought something new and I want to paint it right away. <laughs> That's true. I've seen a lot of people you, do that. You just have your you could bring that to a painting class. Yes. A hundred percent. Like that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I really like it, and and I definitely recommend if if you've been looking to to try and make your hobby space more mobile, this is this a is excellent solution. Yep. Uh, so so thank you, Corvus Games Train. Yes, for, definitely for designing something that's so cool. Yes. This month's Corvus Games Terrain fifteen percent off coupon code is DZ Podcast May. Kevin Riddle, and you're listening to Dead Zone, the podcast. That's right, Riddle. Not Reedlay, not Reedla, not Rydell, not Riddell. Riddle. Just like it's spelled. 
Um, so some of the other things on the table. You said something about repainting your rims. Yeah. So, so what do you got going on over there? So as I said, uh, starting with my um, just just my engineer unit, uh, and and part of this is also like my goal is to spend a little bit more time yeah. on on each model as I okay. go. Um, cause so I, did you strip them or are you just? I have extras. Oh, <laughs> of course you do. I because uh, oh yeah, I don't I, have any reps. Never I, mind. I, I, I apologize if it sounds like I've been hoarding Reb starter kits. You have. I have a lot of you Reb started, models. Like, I started early. You started early. And then, like, because when you started, Rebs sucked. Yeah. Rebs, <laughs> base second edition Rebs were not the greatest No, to play they really with. weren't. But you just, you jumped in. I stuck with it. You stuck with it. And, and now nobody else can buy Rebs because Brian has them all. <laughs> Maybe maybe we'll throw that into our, our later uh, yeah contest thing that we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but yeah, so so part of this is is my goal is to uh, so the Rebs were the fa- first models that I painted for Dead yes. Zone when I got into it, and it was with Meyer Bots, <laughs> uh, you know, craft paint. Yep, the craft hobby paints. The craft hobby paints, which they served their purpose at the yes, time. Yes, they did, and they're still great paints for scenery. Yeah, yeah, they really are. Yeah, as as I learned uh, <laughs> doing Adepticon terrain prep, you yes. don't need to spe- <laughs> you don't need to put your nice expensive model paints to work uh, no, when you're you just really painting up the same box for the eighth time. <laughs> um, but but uh, so so you know I, I've I've got this kind of uh, design aesthetic that I had for my Rebs force and with the evolution that's. My my stories have kind of gone through yes. where I have I now have a cast of characters that can fit into really a hundred and seventy five point list. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm like, I want to have these models to be put on the table, yeah. and not be like, okay, it, it makes I, sense. I'm here to play Rebs, and I'm gonna win so <laughs> hard that you won't notice how terrible the paint job is. Uh, <laughs> Or, or I'm gonna fail so hard you won't notice the paint job. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah. So, so that's my goal is to just take a little bit more time, uh, you know, and bring on those techniques that I've I've learned, learned over over the years. Over yeah. the years. And uh, so I've started with the the engineer and really kind of making them characters as yeah. opposed to just models that's in an, in an army. Uh, so, so I've and, and I, I kind of like did the math. Because I had done some of those Star Sager, yep, Star Sager, Sager, uh, that kind of fit uh, a number of of the the minis that that I kind of have in my roster that I'm looking to paint. Is up. that going to be the name of this episode? <laughs> Star Sager, Star Star Sager. <laughs> um, maybe <laughs> we'll see if it makes it in post. Yeah. Uh, but the 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 goal then is like, okay, I want to redo a, a handful of Reb Troopers. Yep. Because I think I was looking for about three of them, um, and and Something I now right. have you know they there's the the grenade reb, yeah, uh, one that that serves for the kind of the female, uh, one of the female kind of troopers that I had yeah. in my my story, um, so the the only one I'm kind of stuck on that I I need to figure out how I want to do, is uh, the reb sniper because I am using the reb commander unit as yeah, uh, which is usually the stand-in for the sniper position. Uh, is is my my leader, um, my main character for my story. So the the sniper is one I'm gonna try to figure out. Uh, originally, like I I kind of have these models already. Yeah. Said I had an infinity model that that fit yep. the design that I was going for. Uh, so I'll see if I can find uh, something in the Mantic line to maybe kit bash. Uh, kit bash to, and take one of the GCPS sniper rifles and put it on the back. Yeah. Or or the. Uh, <laughs> Maybe give them the the bigger uh, enforcer sniper, <laughs> enforcer rifle. sniper rifle, or maybe the the goblet sniper rifle. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> but um, but yeah, so so that's that's kind of my goal. I, I really only have about five models that okay. that I I'm kind of looking to do this this facelift on. Yeah, and um, and so I'm I'm you know I'm gonna kind of kind of get on that that hobby train while yeah. I'm, while I'm feeling the that energy flowing. Yep. Uh, cuz it, it kind of stinks when you just don't have the ambition to paint it. Yeah. Um but I know I, that feeling. Then I I 
because I've been I've been playing a lot of GCPS and Maison Labs. Yes, you have actually for, for yeah. quite a while. My reps haven't seen the field for, for oh, darn. some time. Oh darn! So it would be fun to to kind of bring them back with this nice fresh <laughs> coat of paint, and uh, and just looking really really sweet. And then I've got all sorts of other uh, <laughs> projects. That so we'll have to we'll have to ones. play. Your Rebs versus my Asterians. Yeah. Because <laughs> so yeah, how, how's that project So going? I was in the same slump. Like I was looking for something and I didn't – nothing was grabbing me that I really mm. wanted to do. Mm. So, yeah, I put out a little thing. <laughs> you, you you took a poll. I just decided. <laughs> I did. I took a poll and I let the community decide what I'm painting. Mm. Um, and, of course, they picked Asterians. I tried to get Rebs going for you, but – <laughs> oh darn! <laughs> hey, so the reason why Rebs got added that list afterwards is because I was like, "Oh wait, I have all of Star Saga. I do have Rebs." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Asterians won, mm. and of course, like, so I got rid of pretty much all of my Asterians because Nick yeah, was getting into Nick a firefight, fire and so he got all of my Asterians except for my Matsudon. Yeah. So I made. 175-point Matsudon Asterian list. Now, nice. my splat is useless. Because <laughs> you don't have any marionettes, right? I don't have... No, it is 100% Matsudon. Mm -hmm. I had to do one kit bash because um, you got... I needed three troops at least. Mm -hmm. um, and I only had two of the actual resin ones. So gotcha. I kit bashed one of the other resin models with a shock trooper baton. <laughs> See, I still have some revs. <laughs> The metal one? The metal one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's the one that's finished that I posted. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's the shock troopers baton. <laughs> wow. I it was there. I'm like, I need a mantic weapon that looks like mm -hmm. theirs. And it's like that one's close it, enough. It's pretty fitting. Yeah. Um, so I'm working on it. I obviously I finished the one model. Yeah. Um I liked how it turned it out. So I did too. I'm gonna do that same skin tone over the rest of the troops. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing is I'm going to use that skin tone, different colors to signify each of the units mm -hmm. uh, and give them a little bit more character. Um, and then we finally got a Dead Zone game on our YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> um, Michael, one of our good friends of the show, mm -hmm. came over and we played a little 150-point game of nice. Dead Zone. It was, it was nice to get back into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was Forge Fathers versus... Was it Marauders? Yeah. Probably. Um, I was not playing Marauders. It felt really weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played the Forge Fathers. Um, I took a Brockers list. But it was one of those I looked over in the cabinet. And I'm like, oh, all my Brockers are painted. I'll pick them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a nice paint job on those Brockers, too. Thank you. Um, like your Iron-Blooded Orphans one, right? Yes, they are. Yeah. Um, and then, so one of the other things from a hobby standpoint I wanted to shout out yeah. is over on the Facebook group. Um, so one of the groups that we've absolutely loved is Maison Labs, right? Yes. Um, whether it's Firefight or Dead Zone. It, mm -hmm. Like the whole setup of Maison Labs is just an amazing idea for me. Mm -hmm. um, Chris Evans. Yes. His Maison Labs lab is phenomenal. You've yes. got to check it out. Yes, we will we'll post a, a couple pictures. Yes, um, but and and at least a link to the post that he's got. Yeah, because um, yeah, the color details inside the buildings. I, I mean, the whole thing like it, it looks like a living lab. It looks like a living lab. It looks like it's lit, it even really though does. it is not. <laughs> like, like uh, the purple colors that he has in the one room and the, the green. The white and the red? Yes. Like the the, the, the lobby area? <laughs> yeah, I just pulled up the lobby area and I was like, oh, wait. It's... Like, you can actually tell. Like, if you were to look at it from a present day thing, you would swear to God that it's got Coke and Sprite and Mountain Dew. Mm -hmm. And over in that one, there's some Doritos and Cheetos. And, <laughs> and I, I, and I, I, I don't recall... Uh, completely, but I think that's almost almost a hundred percent mantic, if not. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's absolutely stunning and shows off so gorgeous. what you can do with mantic's terrain. Yes. Uh, I, I I remember him kind of slowly posting some of the the, the project, uh, and it, it was, was very going. light. Like yeah, it was like oh that's really cool. Like that's gonna be a cool centerpiece, and mm -hmm. then he showed off everything, and I'm like, 
Wow. And, and, and it is like multi-level. It's like yes. at least two. It's least three two stories, stories, I think. Yeah, I think so when it's all told. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, it just looks so cool. Yes. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so to kind of bring it, uh, you know, kind of speaking to the community side of things. Yes. Uh, we're coming up on a, a pretty big landmark for the podcast. We are? Yes. In June. In June. Wait, what's going on in June? Ten year anniversary. Ten, ten year, <laughs> I, for some reason, I had like a hundred episodes. I'm like, that's not, every, no, that's a, we're already at 140. I'm like, where did I get that? So like ten year yes, anniversary. Ten year of the anniversary. Podcast. So Robin Jack started this ten years ago. Yes. Uh, we took it over three and a half years. Is that where we're at? Something like three and a half like years. Nine. Yeah. I don't know. Math is um, hard when it's not whole numbers. It has been a blast. Recording these episodes, mm-hmm. one with you, Brian, yeah, and and of course, and same to you. <laughs> shouting out to all the fans because I mean, really, we do this because we love the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love what Mantic has given us as far as a product with Dead Zone, uh, with Dreadball, with Firefight. I mean, both of us, even Kings of War, yeah, <laughs> and Armada. Like everything <laughs> Mantic has done has been for me. It was literally what got me into minis. Yeah, like. You being at my first demo, I mean, the whole thing. It, it got me back into it. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a much more affordable game space than, <laughs> yes. than I had previously attended. And then, of course, Robin Jack mm-hmm. saying, okay, we're done. By the way, you two are doing it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, 10-year anniversary. And with that, we want to give back to the community uh, a little more. Yes. Uh, because... We wouldn't be doing this without you guys. Uh, yep, 100%. Uh, <laughs> and and we really appreciate it. So what we have is a little a little contest, a little drawing, if you will. We're going to... Ooh. We're, and this is the first of probably more that we're going to be doing yes. in the future. Uh, oh, yeah. Because we, we, we love this aspect of, of the show and the community. This is what makes what we do so much fun is yeah. the community. Yeah. So... Uh, what we we like to do is we're going to be posting about uh, this drawing, this contest that we're going to have for our ten year anniversary. Which is funny because we're going to actually post that, and then this episode's going to come out. <laughs> yeah, because we we kind of need we want to have it out there. Uh, so if you yes. haven't tracked this down, we'll probably reshare ourselves. Oh yeah, um, a little bit to to bring it back up. Because we're just like Ghost of Mars. We don't have a timeline. No, <laughs> better than Ghost of Mars. <laughs> We're not the worst movie ever made. It's not the worst movie. <laughs> so. It's just a train trip. What, uh, what we'd like you guys to do is um, we're, we're going to have this post, and we'd like you to post a picture of a model uh, from the Warpath universe that you've got. Yep. Uh, in, in the comments below. And if you do that, you get entered into this contest. In addition, if you like the post, you get another entry into the, the drawing. If you share the post, uh, please do so publicly because we want to be able to, to track it. Be able to track it, yeah. Um, the, so that's all just on Facebook. That's just on Facebook. So that's three yep. that you can get from Facebook. Twitter, going to be pretty similar. Uh, so we're going to be on there as well. So you can, if you uh, comment with a picture, if you uh, like the post, and if you uh, retweet or quote like, retweet. Like, share, comment. Like, uh, share, comment. Like, share, comment. Uh, you know, each each one of those is going to get you entered into this uh, this contest for for a number Something. of entries, and uh, and we have we have some pretty pretty strong goodies, and one of which I'm I'm cool spoiling right now, is the the new Dead Zone two player starter set with the plague and the Asterians. Oh, that's such a sweet starter. Yeah, plus some other goodies that we're planning to to probably throw out there. So, because it, it's it's ten years, we gotta make years, it. It's huge. It's, it's huge. Uh, so do that. You know, hit us up on the social medias. Basically, if you reach out to us on any of those platforms that we exist, you you add us. You know, whatever. Yep. Uh, you mention us in some way. We will add you to the the contest, and uh, we're going to be doing the drawing for it live as we record <laughs> for the episode. Um, yeah, we'll try. We'll probably do. We might do uh, that section actually live. Yeah, we'll do it live on probably our YouTube. Yep. Um, right here in Thunderforce Studios, yeah. uh, as we're recording that episode. Yeah, as we record the episode. Uh, 
because uh, we're, we're very professional <laughs> when we do that. Uh, Rick will be standing over there, and I'll have a little <laughs> computer that's, that randomizes this. It'll I'll work. Throw, put it all in a hat or something. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're, we're really excited, uh, you know, and this, this would be a great way for you to kind of get engaged with the community. Uh, we've seen a huge uptick in uh, listeners, and yes. we absolutely are so happy to see that and want to give back to you guys in some way. So uh, if you help spread that word of the show and, and uh, you know, we've got, we got some stuff yeah. that you can, you can win and, and you can, in your own way, join us on, on the 10th anniversary <laughs> of Dead Zone, the podcast. So crazy that we've been, the, the podcast has been going for 10 years. I mean, yeah. we've been doing it for three and a half years. Yeah. It's still kind of weird. Yeah. It's, it's moved at a good clip. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, with, with that, uh, we're, we're, we're that's, a, that, that's not a bad, that's not a bad start. That's not, not a, a bad, bad spot, spot to, <laughs> to stop for the night as, as, uh, some Lexdexia kicks in. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, but yeah, so, so like, and, and subscribe to the show, wherever you, you find us, we're, all the social media. we're on all these social media platforms and we'd love to hear from you guys. Yes. We're, we're really excited to see you know, what minis you guys share with us. Cause, uh, you know, the more rebs, I, I, I can't, you uh, the rebs, can't man. guarantee it. Mm-hmm. 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 Get some mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miles mm-hmm. <laughs> I cannot confirm. Tell. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what the community kind of brings forth and, yes, and it definitely. can be, it can be, it can be buildings and terrain like the, the yeah. one we just talked about. Well, it, I mean, you think about it. So it's the Warpath universe. It's so Warpath it's, universe. uh, Dreadball. Dead Zone, Dreadball, Star Firefight, Saga. Star Saga. I know I kept rattling them off as you were rattling some off. Because rattle, rattle, rattle. Yeah. And that's, scenery. That's how we do. <laughs> so uh, So I wonder if Rob's going to post on there like a Hellboy. <laughs> Just <probably>. because. <laughs> Warpath, Rob. Oh, Warpath. <laughs> so uh, thank you all for, for listening to the episode. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see you we'll guys see you next online. month. Bye. Bye. I guess that's how we're ending it. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. Do you know what I didn't talk about? What? The little 3D printing stuff that I'm, I'm toying with. Oh, yeah, with your Dreadball stuff. Yeah, so so those that listen to the end to the very are going to get end, a little extra end. here. So one of the things I've been playing around with is I finally kind of bit the bullet and go, you know what, I'm just going to hop on this Tinkercad thing and figure out what's what it is. So Tinkercad is free, right? Tinkercad is free. It's it's linked to Thingiverse. Oh, that's uh, so like uh, it's a, like the same parent company. You can actually send your models from Tinkercad to Thingiverse. Oh. Um, with that, uh, with all the talk about Dreadball and stuff, I'm like, okay, I want to make some something for Targets. Dreadball. Uh, I've so, some people, especially with the ones that have been posted recently, yeah. they they've made. A little uh, strike zone targets yeah. that that kind of sit on the on the on the pitch and are just kind of elevated round circles and everything. Kind of kind of helps sell that these are targets up uh, up above as opposed to like something you're throwing at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so. So I've decided I, I just started tinkering with it. Yeah. And as as the namesake is, and I designed basically this this 3D hoop that I can. I can either print with a little hex base itself, okay, or I I have it where it's just the hoop. I you can print it flat, yeah. and you can glue it to the back of a hex base for Dreadball. That's convenient. And you know that way it's it's kind of out of the way because you can have guys in yes. that strike zone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and, and and ultimately like I was just playing around with it for maybe an hour and I put that together and it, that's pretty cool. And so much of it is just kind of tinkering with the size at this point. Yeah. It's like I want to get the scale right. Um, and yeah, I'll be, I'll be sharing that probably uh, soon uh, for, for public consumption because yeah. uh, I just want it to be, I'm still again, kind of tinkering with the size, 
but uh, once once I'm I'm happy with it, I'm like, yeah, let's put it out there. Put it up there, and and then you're gonna do some bleachers, right? <laughs> so so yes, and uh, my next one is actually kind of this weird clamshell idea I have for a little carrying tray for your team. Oh, okay. Because uh, I was like, I'm like. I, that that's one thing that's always like transporting your dreadball team around. Transporting your dreadball team, yeah. It's really it's always really cool if you have like a little bench yes. that they're they're a part of or something. Still, the best one I ever saw was Tyler's. Tyler's was was so phenomenal. So, cool. so something something a little lighter than that flavor because <laughs> Tinkercad's a little limited um, yeah. on the shapes and stuff you can do. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 having fun playing with it and I'm I'm excited to see what I throw together in, in kind of a Simple fashion. Oh, yeah. And that's why I have bullet point lists notes. Because <laughs> we forget things. Yes. But we still got it in there. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>